Today I'm in Vermont. It's pretty gorgeous up here, just like I thought it would be. Right now I'm staying in a small hotel located at the bottom of Northfield, Vermont. But I do have a pretty great view of the white church that is located at the top of the hill. Further away from me is the high school, which I'll be going to later. Anyways, I have a, a pretty interesting case to study up here in Vermont, which honestly has kind of given me a chill down my spine. In my opinion, the story of the Northfield Pigman is a pretty classic urban myth. I never considered that it would be a cryptid case, but I guess that's where these kinds of myths and stories kind of get confusing and meshed together. The Northfield Pigman is one of many urban legends that was born in the 50s and was later built up in the 60s and 70s. This was probably just simply to scare the next generation of kids, but a lot of people will say that it's because new sightings actually did happen. While the story apparently began in the 50s, the first sighting of the Northfield Pigman is said to have been in 1971. A farmer who was living in Northfield went to his backyard one night to investigate some strange noises that were keeping him up. When he flipped on the light and looked out the window from his kitchen that faced the back of his house, he saw what he believed to be a human-sized creature walking around. While at first it looked like a fully grown man, the farmer noticed that the creature was covered head to toe in white hair, and horrifically enough had the facial features of a pig. When the thing noticed it was being watched, it shuffled away as quickly as it could. It was only a few short days before the pig man was reported to have been seen again. This time it was spotted at a larger venue, a school dance. Like a lot of teenagers were known to do, a small group of the students escaped to a sand pit that was located behind the local cemetery to enjoy a few drinks before going back into the dance. They were enjoying themselves for a little bit, talking and laughing, when the pig man jumped out of the woods. They stated that it was tall and naked and covered in white hair. They also stated that it walked on its back legs like a human, but that it had the head of a pig. The kids ran as fast as they could to the dance, crying and screaming the entire way. A majority of those who heard the story just believed that the pig man was some sort of prank that had been pulled on the kids. A few people even went back to the sand pit to see if they could find any trace of the pig man or even see him for themselves. The only evidence they could find of him was some grass that looked like it had been trampled down. It was later that the pig man was associated with a place called the Devil's Washbowl, which is located between the towns of Moortown and Northfield. Known for its waterfalls and caves, the Washbowl also became famous for being the home of the Pigman, and supposedly a place where in one of the caves was found a pile of hay 
animal bones, and hoof marks. While kids would often go up to a nearby pig farm to look around and investigate, the pig man seemed to be a little more interested in the couples that would go to the devil's washbowl to make out. One couple reported that the car they were parked in had been clawed at and scratched up. One of the side mirrors had even been taken off, though it is possible that they had just been in a minor accident and decided to blame the damage on the pig man as a scapegoat. One day a group decided to investigate the cave at the Devil's Washbowl, which was reported to be the home of the pig man. While hiking to where they believed his nest to be, it's said that the pig man carried one of the men off, leaving his girlfriend screaming in fear. The group outside of the cave heard the screams of the young girl and rushed in only to find that the man had vanished. While search teams were put together and the man's picture was plastered all over the town, it's said that the only thing they found of him was his ripped up clothes. Something interesting about this part of the story was that a local farmer was said to have come forward just a few days later with his own fantastic claim that he had seen a naked man going through the garbage outside of his house. When he saw the face of the man, he stated that it was none other than the man whose picture had been spread all over town. Later reports of the pigman involved teenagers who went into the woods to drink beer. One of those teenagers who had gone further out into the woods in order to pee was attacked by the pigman and was reported to have been found with deep gashes on his arms and chest that looked like they had been inflicted with claws. I'm at the high school right now. I don't think I'll walk around or anything because I can see the kids in PE and I don't really want to bother anyone. Instead, I think I'll just talk about the sort of conclusion to the story. While the story grew, something that stayed consistent about the pigman was that he actually had an origin story, which I haven't heard a lot of in these stories so far. According to the legend, it all began with a local teenager named Sam Harris in 1951. On the night before Halloween, Sam went out with a carton of eggs to go get into some trouble on what was then called Picket Night. He didn't come back, and soon after his parents reported him missing. It's said by the locals that he became possessed by the devil that night and took to slaughtering pigs and wearing their faces over his head while terrorizing anyone who came across him. At one point, he even left the bloody entrails of pigs on the front porch of his mother's house, which terrified her so much when she saw him doing it that she took her own life. Other claims of the pig man involve stories where he would run in front of the cars of drivers at night while farmers also reported seeing him hunting their animals. But there wasn't anything too concrete about these claims. So it would be best for everyone that hears them to just take them with a very large grain of salt. Anyways, right now I think I'm done surveying the high school, so 
I'm gonna go head over to the Devil's Wash Bowl to check out what the place looks like. Maybe take some pictures with my new camera and hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers here, but hopefully I don't get taken by the pigman. But I guess we'll see what happens. Well, it's pretty here at the Devil's Wash Bowl. While I was walking up to this spot, I actually came across an older gentleman who I talked to for a minute. I said I had never been here before, and he told me actually a little bit about the history of the place, but not really anything about the pig man. He said that he grew up hearing stories of how this was the place where the devil was known to wash his dishes, which was where it got its name, apparently. But I guess up here is where... Sorry, it's kind of a steep climb. Um, this is where the, the main cave is, where the pig man supposedly lives. What the hell? There's a note here addressed to me. It's handwritten and it even says my name on it. That's weird. It must, it must be meant for someone else, cause I don't know what this means. It says in quotation marks, I cannot say that truth is stranger than fiction because I have never had acquaintance with either. That's weird. There must be another Phoebe in town or something. I mean, I didn't think it was that popular of a name, but... Thinking about it, I don't... I want to blame it on that old man, but I frankly don't think he could have gotten up here. He was hobbling around on a walking stick, so... It's not like it's a threatening note or anything, but I think I'm still gonna get out of here. Uh, thank you, Ghosts from the Future, for listening. I... It's getting cold in here, so I'm gonna go. Bye.